0: Welcome to the Inner Glow Podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist, coach, healer and women's mentor. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident, radiant and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, insecurities and anxieties so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it's time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, coaching, mindset work with the energetics which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern-day woman who desires to glow from within. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Inner Glow podcast. It's Stepanka here, your host, and today you are in for a treat. This is not your usual podcast episode. This is a three-part training healing event that I shared within my private community called New Earth Women and I have decided to share it here on the podcast as well because so many people came back to me sharing and saying how beneficial this has been, how many breakthroughs they had, how impactful and empowering this whole experience had been for them and that they want to come back to it and re-listen to it and practice those techniques and meditations over and over again. And for that reason, I decided I'll give all of you the opportunity to have access to it and um, to use this to feel more empowered, to open yourself up to receiving more from life um, and lean back and so on. So the next three episodes, including this one, will be the three parts of this healing event. Every single episode, which was every single day, there are unique themes, topics, embodiment techniques all surrounding the topic of receiving, leaning back, healing, opening yourself up to more joy, to more abundance, health, happiness and so on. So um, get yourself settled, get yourself ready for a a lovely episode and And then it's it's the training, however I have edited things, I have re-recorded a few parts uh, so I kept it confidential, I'm not saying anyone's names from, you know, what I was interacting with people within the private community, so it's a bit of an edited and refined version of that training from my Facebook community. So enjoy yourself and I would love to hear back from you. Welcome, beautiful souls. Welcome to the receiving experience. Today is day number one. So take a deep breath in, allowing your lungs to expand, settle yourself in your space, come back to your body, Taking another deep breath in, remembering there is nothing you need to do, nowhere else to be, just be brief and receive in this three-day healing experience. And I know there will be a lot of new people joining this experience, so let me start by introducing myself. My name is Stepanka. I am a clinical hypnotherapist and women's empowerment coach and I help my clients to reconnect with their inner power. I help them to activate their inner glow and create a beautiful, loving, abundant life. I help my clients to overcome anxiety, fears or any insecurities that are holding them back. I work with various modalities such as hypnotherapy, coaching, emotional freedom technique aka tapping, other energetic healing tools, neuro-linguistic programming and way more. To do this work has always been my calling. I remember that even as a child, I had a desire to become a therapist and to support other beautiful people on this planet. And, and even as a teenager, psychology was my number one hobby. And I loved learning psychology at school, at grammar school, and sociology and philosophy, to be honest. And I, I always was um, drawn to spirituality as well but I never thought I was smart enough to become a therapist. I always thought perhaps I'm not good enough and uh, my confidence was so low. I really struggled with an imposter syndrome, which if you're not familiar with it, it means like you always feel um, like you are not good enough for those things. You are an imposter. Perhaps you worry that people will find out that you are not as smart as you think you are and That was my constant theme, regardless of where I was, who I was with, what kind of thing I was working on. And it wasn't until I struggled with severe health problems and really difficult anxiety and my insecurities were just really taking over. And that's when I was so blessed and guided towards hypnosis. And it completely changed my life. Very quickly. The results were so quick, and this is where my journey, I guess, started when it comes to hypnosis. Um, and within that same year, when I discovered hypnotherapy and started practicing it just by myself at home, really doing simple techniques, um, the kind of techniques that we can do by ourselves. There are certain hypnosis techniques that can be done with a hypnotherapist, but I changed direction in my life. I moved countries and before I knew it I was exploring the mysteries of life. I was exploring the power of subconscious mind and then in my early 20s I started studying hypnosis and that took me a few years. It took me a few years to qualify and then I started adding other modalities and this is how i got to where i am right now very briefly explained um these days i get to support and work with the most incredible clients from all around the world both on one-to-one in my private sessions and also in my group programs so Feel free to interact in the comments. Let me know where you are tuning in from today. How are you? What are your intentions for this three-day healing? If you have any intentions or perhaps you just felt a call in, you felt drawn to this space and this is how you got here. So I would like to share with you how this three-day healing event came about. The idea came to me about halfway through January, when my own soul craved more rest. I could feel that I simply wanted to lean back a little more, I wanted to rest, relax, and I wanted for my body to feel replenished as well. Yet, I also wanted to stay in the energy of growth expansion and deep support and I did not want to push and so I knew like the energy of receiving and learning to open up and soften was calling me once again and I I decided to lean back a lot more and, and January ended up being such an incredible month and some some huge manifestations uh, became reality during that that month. A lot of new things came into my energy field, and I was just being blessed with so many things. and And then I also received this idea for for this three day event. I i got i got this message. What kind of stories I should be sharing? The message was clear. This is to be a healing event where you just get to tune in and lean back and you don't have to show up meaning taking loads of action you don't have to walk away with loads of homework otherwise it wasn't worth it. It's this place for you to just be reminded that you are more than enough, that you are worthy and you have always been worthy. So January ended up being a huge up level and and I I wrote down I make all those notes about this challenge, this three day masterclass and I just also felt that the timing wasn't right because I, there was just so much happening. So many things came into my vortex and I was taking care of my body at the same time. But a couple of weeks back, I, I got a message, now is the time to do this. Like, March is such a beautiful month of potentiality, new opportunities, and this will be a really lovely space to feel nourished. So... You can simply tune in here and rest being here. I recommend that you perhaps have earphones or headphones and you get yourself into a space where you will not be disturbed. You can lie down, you can listen to this in your bathtub, you can listen to this in bed, on a sofa, you can be outside, sat on a bench with a beautiful view, or you can be walking along the sea or in a park, whatever feels good for you right now is perfect Um, you might be watching this live you might be catching this on a replay either way that's perfect so let's let's look at the main theme of this healing event which is receiving opening up and softening and i also just want to make something clear you get to do this your own way I will be guiding you through different practices, through different techniques. I might be sharing different tips and tricks and and embodiment techniques, but I want you to know that your way Is the right way so if something is not resonating or if you want to do things differently please do so Uh, follow your own guidance there is no right or wrong way so let's say if I give you guidance to place one hand on your heart the other on your belly and that doesn't feel good and you feel that your hands want to be slightly above your body you don't feel comfortable touching yourself and that's okay or perhaps you feel like "Mm, it's my hips that need this touch. So I'm going to place my hands on my hips and that's what feels good. So I want you to truly do that and um, and feel into what's your body guiding you towards. There will be, I would say, perhaps three main components in each training or in each healing session. There will be storytelling, which is so important. I'll be talking more about it in the the next two events. And there will be intentional receiving, energetic transmission, and embodiment practices. Receiving is such an important topic, especially if you are an overachiever, or you are someone who has got really high expectations for yourself. Perhaps you might be critical towards yourself and you have a tendency to run yourself towards um, exhaustion rather than being overfilled with, with joy, if there even is such a thing. So Receiving is is a huge and important topic. We tend to do a lot of action, we tend to do a lot of working, doing, and it can get tiring. Perhaps you hardly ever pause to receive love, abundance, rest. Or maybe you even feel like you are constantly giving and doing things for others and you get very little in return. You might feel like people don't appreciate you, or you don't feel understood, supported. So, we often prioritize other people's well-being before we focus on our own. Before we even acknowledge our own needs, maybe you have been running on empty for some time, and you want to reignite that inner glow within you. Sometimes when clients come to work with me, they might already be familiar with the art of receiving um, and they have learned or read or even heard me speak about it on the podcast and um, yet they still experience guilt around it. So maybe logically it's making sense, it's landing, it's resonating, but it feels difficult or heavy in the body. It feels like, oh, I, sh- I should be doing things for other. I should be saving other people. You know, that's such a, such a big thing, um, being the rescuer of everything and everyone. So this is about us learning to get comfortable with receiving. The thing is, we all say we want to receive, yet it's us who block the flow of receiving. Another limiting belief I, I see a lot is that we feel like we need to earn it or we need to work really hard for it in order to be worthy of it, in order to be deserving. So how many of you have ever felt like you need to earn rest, for example? And it's, it's ridiculous when you think about it. Earning rest? If your body needs rest, how, how come you could just not rest guilt-free right that's why we've got the, the phrase guilty pleasures it's like unless I accomplish certain things I cannot just lean back and receive and another huge thought is it is better to give than to receive or I should give more than I receive No one has ever taught us how to receive, not even a compliment, because how many of you have ever said a compliment back? When someone gave you a compliment and you just said something back to the other person. Oh, you look so lovely, Stefanka. Oh my God, you look lovely too. (laughs) Or we say something like, oh, but that's an old dress. Oh, that was such a cheap dress from TK Maxx, 15 pounds. Like, that's nothing but thanks. Oh, that's, that's an old thing. I've had it for years. Instead of simply saying, Oh, thank you. That's so lovely of you. And then gifts. And that's so painful. So painful when you give something to someone and they fight you back. They can't just receive it with a big smile and thank you. They fight it back. Oh, but but it's not my birthday. Oh, I did such a big present. Like, I can't possibly ever accept this. Oh my God, like, no. Take it back. Take it back. Must have been really pricey. That looks big. Oh my God, what do I get for you? I haven't got anything for you. And so on. And then it becomes awkward. The thing is, when you become... A grateful receiver the universe is like let's send her more because everything is just energy so when you become a grateful receiver and you say thank you the people who give you they love it I want to give you more it gives me so much joy to get a present for someone and they really enjoy it and and it fills my heart so receiving gifts the other person back as well. That's one thing we so often forget about. It's not selfish. It's actually the most selfless thing you can do. The same kindness. How often we block the flow of kindness, right? Right, like struggling to handle things and then you don't even ask for help or you reject it when it comes. So there is a lot that could be said on this topic. This is more just just a brief introduction into the world of receiving. But we want to focus on exploring this topic on a different level and we want to open up the receiving receiving today. (laughs) So the number one thing I want to explore here with you today is creating space creating space for receiving. Hmm. And this is what this is. This is what this three day event is all about. It's about simply consciously, intentionally receiving space for you to receive yourself, your body, your breath, your wisdom, the support from me, the support from the universe. We often keep ourselves busy, scrolling up and down on the phone, creating more tasks for our to-do list. Unconsciously, we can even create unnecessary drama in our life to keep ourselves destructive. Distraction is a big protection mechanism because... honest, sometimes we are afraid of what receiving can be like. We are afraid of having space in our diary. We are afraid of being intentional, of being truly present because what if some unpleasant feelings come up? What if I do slow down and then I can't control everything as much? What if I take it easy and And then feel like I haven't achieved enough. Like there is so much going on in our heads. And these days it seems like life sometimes gets more complicated. And we don't take enough time to read poems, to breathe, to notice the colors in nature. To notice the faces of our loved ones. Right? That's something we will be exploring today as well. Mm. And creating room for receiving includes also being aware of all the ways you can receive. Whether it's accepting kind words or a stranger's smile or a compliment or receiving this free healing event that I'm leading here for you. Are you receiving that? Are you receiving my compliment that you are a beautiful, beautiful soul? And I'm so honored you are here with me. Let that land in your heart. Receive that. And know that the more space you create in your diary, the more emptiness you create, Like you'll be guided towards something. When you truly feel stuck and you don't have clarity, guidance or the inspiration you crave, create space for that. Create room. Create room in your diary. And to begin, we must accept the basic premise that we are enough. Before I give a thing, before I receive a thing, I am enough. Just standing here, just sitting here, just being here, I am enough. The act of giving and receiving doesn't change this at all. I've always been worthy. You don't have to prove that you are worthy in order to receive from life. And I have been guided to tell you a story. Storytelling is my favorite medicine. It's as old as age as time itself. So get yourself into a comfortable position and let's receive the wisdom of this tale together. So the story is called Emperor's Three Questions. It was written by Lev Nikolaevich Tolstoy, who was a Russian author who is regarded as one of the greatest authors of all time. And the first time I heard this story was when I was perhaps, I don't know whether in secondary school or grammar school, not quite sure, but I remember we studied um, this story and I didn't saying it was anything that special as a teenager and then a few years back i came across it and i read it and i'm like oh my god this is filled with so much wisdom so please if you do know the original story perhaps you've read it or you've heard of it um the version or the the way i'll be sharing it comes from my heart, it comes the way I understand certain things and I'll be expanding on certain things. So um, so just let me know out of curiosity if anyone has ever heard of the Emperor's Three Questions. So let's get into it. Hmm. Breathing in, breathing out, remembering you are here to receive, to simply be and rest. So, the tale focuses on an emperor who searched for answers to his internal questions. He did not feel satisfied by the religions and philosophies of his time. He felt like he needed wisdom to guide his rule and govern himself. He believed that perhaps if he had answered to three specific questions. He would never again experience any difficulties in life. And so he wrote these questions down. He, he uh, put them together himself and he, he thought like, that's all I need. I just need the three answers to those questions. And then I'll, I'll be able to have access to all the wisdom I need. So he decreed, that whoever in his kingdom helped him find these answers would receive both status and significant reward. As you can imagine, numerous people throughout his kingdom offered his respon- offered their responses, however none of the responses rang true in his heart. So let me share the questions with you. The three questions were, when is the most important time? Who is the most important person? What is the most important thing to do? To seek a resolution, the emperor decided to visit a hermit in the mountains. After a long, long search, and after working with the hermit, the emperor finally got his answers. So let's pause here. What do you think the answers are? So let me read the questions out to you again. So when is the most important time? Who is the most important person? What is the most important thing to do? I feel like we all know the answer to the first question, but we often forget it. We forget it way too often. Of course, the most important time is now. Is the only time we have yet? It's also time that we often see as our enemy because it feels like it's always running out. We experience it as past, present, future, this is how we think about it in our head. Yet, all we have now, and to be completely honest, this is such a dis- difficult concept to get your head around and so many spiritual teachings talk about the importance of being in the now and I remember getting to a point when I was like so fed up with it and every time someone would say oh be in the now the power of now like I would be like oh again I want to skip this because how do i focus on now because when i said it it's gone like the time is constantly moving i'm saying now and now it's in the past like it's such a fleeting moment it's constantly flowing it's moving it's it can become actually very stressful if we get hung up on it and we focus on like oh now it's disappearing now it's again disappearing now this moment is gone and this moment is gone and this moment is gone But when you think about it, the past lives in our memories. That's the only thing that brings it back to life. It's our memories. It's our thoughts. It's how we remember the past. The present moment is constantly moving and the future isn't here yet. But soon enough now will be gone. And that future moment is now. So, it's about really choosing the balance. Choosing to be present in the now, but also making the decisions in the now that support your future now. (laughs) The reason why being present is so important is because that's the only time, that's the only moment when you can actually do something. You know, you can think about the future, you can think about the past, but it's only in the now when you can lift your hand and do something. It's when you can open your mouth and say something. It's the moment when you are most powerful. And it's not about being stressed whether you do it right or not, but it's simply about that awareness that now is where your power lies. The thing is, when you slow down, when you drop back into your body, that's when time slows down for you as well. The experience of time is incredibly subjective. If you are at work and you hate that meeting you are at, it's gonna be dragging. If you're having a glass of wine with your friend and you're laughing your heads off, before you know it, it will be gone. So when you are in your head, when you are overthinking, time seems to speed up. When you are present, when you are in your body, when you are embracing that experience of now, smelling that flower, touching that thing, looking around, truly engaging your senses, time slows down. So now let's move on to the second question. And I think this one in particular is so profound. I personally find that the second question is the is just just goes so deep. And I think if we implemented this answer, all of us, this world will be so different. And the cycles of as humans hurting each other will end. So let me repeat to you the question: Who is the most important person? Who is the most important person? Who is the most important person? Any guesses? Let me know in the comments. What are your guesses here? The answer is that the most important person is the one you are with. (laughs) You might recall moments in your life when someone made you feel like you didn't exist. Moments when your questions got ignored, when you got overlooked, when you were not fully heard and it feels awful. It feels awful. I recall times from when I was a child at school asking loads of questions but teachers just wouldn't pay the attention to me. You feel like you don't exist, you don't feel seen. But at the same time, you might remember moments when someone made you feel so important. When someone looked at you, they listened to you, you felt hurt, you felt like they were truly there with you in the present moment. I remember years ago I traveled to this event actually funnily enough I spoke about it to my friend Paula this morning and I feel that's why I'm bringing it up but I traveled to this event to meet one of my favorite authors and it was a long event all day long and then towards the end we could like either buy her books or we some of us already had our books her books there with us and we could queue up and get it signed. Of course I was there queuing up and and, and there was hundreds of women, probably hundred women queuing up, a couple of hundreds at the event. And, and I, once it was my turn and I, I was there and I, she wasn't looking away. She looked straight at me. She smiled and asked for my name and how I'm doing, how I enjoyed myself, where I come from. And, um, just the sweetest thing and I I remember being so shocked like this woman's got hundreds of women there. This was a full-on day. This is the end of the day when she's holding space for so many and and she still like proper saw me and, and we exchanged a few words and she wrote really sweet things into the books and signed it for me and, and I was thinking it's just so beautiful to be witnessed, to be seen. Funnily enough, during that same event, we were challenged challenge to do this exercise when you have to sit in front of a stranger, someone you never met before, and it was when the event just started, so it's not like you even had a buddy there to chat with, you literally just got there and would put with people... you was put in in pairs with people you never met before, and for like five minutes you just had to stare at each other's eyes... into each other's eyes, sorry. And then you had to say what your worst fears are. Just say it out loud and and just let this stranger witness you. And they had to keep staring into your eyes. You feel pretty naked because it's like, oh my God, this person sees me so much. But at the same time, you are so witnessed and it shifts something within you. And the difference is huge. When we treat the person who is with us with us as the most important person as a hypnotherapist and coach this is so important for me. When I am on a call with a client the person is the most important person in my life. I give them my full attention. I listen to what they say the way they say it, I observe their expression, their energy, I ask how they felt and the thing is, I can see how this itself is changing them before I even employ hypnosis and other things and techniques. Just them being treated that way, being witnessed, being listened to is healing, it's transformational. On the other hand, have you ever had a coaching therapy or healing session when someone wasn't truly listening? And they were saying, oh, you need to do this or that. And you're like, well, that doesn't even make sense. That's not resonating. That's not what I said. Right? Or when someone says, it's like projecting their own experience onto your experience. And you're like, no, that's not me. And then again, we feel so misunderstood. So listening is so important. This itself can heal so much in your relationships like when was the last time you truly paid attention to someone's face the way they look the way they smile communication and love can only be shared when the one you are with no matter who they are is the most important person in the world for you at that time they feel it they know it they respond to it when i support my clients with their relationship problems or they bring them up regardless of whether it's a romantic relationship a friendship or a colleague thing they often complain that like people or their partner don't listen to them what they often mean is that their partner doesn't make them feel important anymore or that their friend is too busy with their own affairs the best thing is to do this yourself for people in your life like seeing them even if it's for a minute the emperor in the original story by Tolstoy escaped assassination by fully listening to the advice of a small boy that he met on his way to the hermit When a powerful emperor like this is with a mere village child, he might not have listened to him, but he paid his attention to what the boy was saying. And it saved his life. Deep down, we crave this attention. A lot can be changes by giving it to each other. We understand each other more. When you listen without focusing on what you need to say next, you actually listen to the person. Yet, of course, there will be moments when you yourself won't get it from people. But the fun thing is that most of the time in your life you... Are by yourself then who is the most important person the most important person the one you are with is you while we know that feeling that horrible feeling When someone overlooks you, when someone doesn't listen, when someone doesn't pay attention to you. Yet, we often do this to ourselves. However, there is plenty of time to give importance to yourself. Who is the first person you are aware of when you wake up in the morning? You. Do you say good morning, beautiful soul to yourself? Have a nice day? Do you say thank you to yourself? Do you encourage yourself? Do you speak kindly to yourself when you are worried? Do you treat yourself with love when you are upset? Who is the last person you are aware of when you go to sleep? Yes, it's you again. Say goodnight to yourself. Say something loving. Give yourself importance in, in all of these private moments of your day. It works. This three-day experience is so important because it's about deeply caring for yourself right now because caring for yourself is the most selfless thing you can do for the whole world and it impacts the whole world because you will be a different person as a result of that. You will inspire others to do the same. This healing experience being here just listening is about making that time for yourself for your feelings for your well-being so my invitation for you today is just to be present just to give that time to yourself and receive it from yourself because the thing is when we don't give it to ourselves not only then we seek it from others but We also ignore our inner child when it gets worried, right? When it gets upset, when different parts of us are really worried and it's trying to, you know, say, help, I'm not feeling good here. We criticize ourselves. We judge ourselves for not having it all worked out. And the third answer to the emperor's third question, what is the most important thing to do? I find, I personally find that by us expanding on the second question so much, we have almost answered that already. But the most important thing to do is to care. And to me, this just really goes well with the second question because we care. It's about that paying attention. It's about being present. To care for and about your self-care for the people around you. But to care doesn't mean that you let other people walk all over you. I find that the opposite is true. To care can actually mean that you set boundaries. Time boundaries, relationship boundaries, financial boundaries. You say no to things when they don't feel good. You, say to, you speak to people when they hurt your feelings, when they don't treat you well. And if the second question was already overwhelming, if like the answer like, oh, the most important person is the one you with, if that already felt overwhelming to you, like, oh my god, I don't have the capacity to witness all people. I don't have the energy to pay attention to them because I'm knuckered, I'm tired, I... I'm disconnected from, from my energy right now. Like if that felt like it, and even to care feels really heavy. Well, the answer will be boundaries. Maybe you need boundaries of other people. Have you been overgiving? Have you been people pleasing? Have you been making decisions that are not aligned with you? What has got all of this to do with receiving? So let me summarize um, the three questions of the emperor. When is the most important time? Now. Who is the most important person? The person you are with. What is the most important thing to do? To care? Well, all of this is about receiving. Because when you are in the present moment... That's how you can make a difference and how you can transform, change your life. When you treat yourself like the most important person, it's when you open yourself up to receiving more love, joy, right away. When you care, you receive that care. So let's deepen all of this by going into a receiving meditation and and I'll share something here with you. In the past, when I, whenever I signed up for free or paid offers, programs, trainings, I would often rush through the practices. I felt that the information, the things I hear, the notes I can make are more important than the actual practices, than the meditations, than the visualizations. Yet the opposite is true. You don't need to learn more stuff. To be honest, we actually need to unlearn a lot of things and open ourselves up to receiving more. It's the practices that help us to slow down. So I invite you to turn down the hustle, business, busy time and let's tune into our soul time. And one of my favorite simple receiving practices is to simply luxuriate time, if that's even a word, and receive. It's to stop rushing. It's when I can feel the support of my own body. It's just a mindset shift. That's all that is. So slowing down time. Allow yourself to have plenty of time right now for this practice here. You don't have to rush. So how slowly can you go and prepare yourself for this meditation? What if you changed the way time runs for you? Take as much time as you need to get into a position, closing your eyes in the same essence. Very gently closing your eyes. Feeling the weight of your body. Feeling the meeting of the chair so far, the ground and your body. Feeling into how your skin feels in this moment. What if you gave yourself over to the hands of the universe? Let everything pull away as you come back to your center. What if right now the only invitation, the only thing that is being asked of you is to soften, to let yourself be here, to be present, to take a deep inhale through your nose, sighing out, Letting go. Feeling the exhale resonating through the body as your body sinks even deeper into the bed, chair or sofa or the ground beneath you. Noticing how you are receiving your breath. The air around you coming in to support you. Receiving the movement of your lungs as they expand with every inhale. Sighing out, letting go. Noticing how much support you receive every single day from your body. What if you gave yourself over to the universe in the form of the bed, chair, ground beneath you? So if you still have any tension in the body, in your back, in your shoulders, can you let it relax a little bit more? And now imagine that you are in a safe place somewhere in nature, a place that is calling you a place you have been to before or a place that you now imagine in your mind. A beautiful space, safe space in nature. And as you are beginning to connect to this place, you feel at home. And there in front of you, There is a body of water, it could be a gentle ocean bay, it could be a river, it could be a lake, a pond, a pool or a bath. The most beautiful body of water you have ever seen, see through quite shallow as well, it's very safe, very beautiful and as you are approaching, walking towards this body of water, you are feeling calmer, you are slowly letting go even more with every word I speak, you are sinking deeper into your body, into the surface beneath you slowly approaching this body of water and as you are now standing in front of it you dip your toes in and you realize that the temperature is just perfect it's beautifully warm just the way you like it so you begin feeling rather curious desiring to go into the water and an idea pops in your head an idea that you actually want to be held by the water you desire to simply float on the surface of the water So you slowly emerge yourself in the water. It's shallow so you can easily stand up. It's warm, it's comfortable, it's so see-through and so safe. It's sacred waters. So you stretch your body and you begin floating in the water. And you are finding it difficult at first. you realize that you are holding on to more tension in your body. You're realizing that you've been carrying things on your shoulders that are not yours to carry. You've been holding on to things. You've been wanting to control things. And the water whispers, let it go. Let it go, release it, I've got you. So you begin. To relax even more and as your muscles relax, you can feel that holding of the water beneath you. You don't need to try to float, you don't have to force it. You are simply being held, supported. simply surrendering to the sacred healing waters as you feel this huge amount of support releasing and letting go of everything that you've been holding on to You are beginning to feel lighter and lighter No longer carrying anything that doesn't serve you You are feeling So supported, open up, softened, open to receiving. So you simply breathe and receive. You breathe and receive. Nothing to do, nowhere else to be, simply gently floating on water. And let your body become one with the water as you float and drift in weightlessness and peacefulness and as you float there, bring your awareness to the natural rhythm of your breath the inhale and the exhale and then lengthen each exhale because long slow exhales send messages of safety to your nervous system. Feel the body's natural release at each exhale. On every breath out you notice the feelings of relaxation deepening. The water completely supports you. That's it, knowing it's safe to relax. Knowing and remembering that it's safe to let go. The boundaries blurring between your body and the water. Feeling completely boundless, weightless and free. There is nothing to hold, just floating and drifting noticing the sky above you and the endless space around you. Remembering and repeating to yourself it's safe for me to receive. Safe for me to receive love and support, I am so supported, I am held, the universe has got me, and just keep breathing, feeling supported. But just notice what other feelings are present for you. Knowing and remembering that every feeling, every emotion is sacred. All of your feelings are welcome. Even the so-called uncomfortable feelings are welcome. Mm. Taking a deep breath in and completely at your own time. Coming back to the here and now. Perhaps you might feel cold. stretch your arms, keeping your eyes closed. Maybe you feel like you want to gently move from side to side, awakening your body. Remember There is no rush here. So take your time to come back here to the here and now. That's it. And whenever you are ready, just open your eyes And notice three things in the space where you are. Perhaps a thing you haven't paid attention to for a while, or something that's right in front of you. Noticing its color, noticing its shape. Taking another Deep breath in, and I would like to wrap up by reading you a poem from a book called The Moon and Her Friend by Charlie Woolley. There is something profoundly beautiful hidden in the ordinary. Open up those beautiful eyes and breathe it in deep. (sighs) And I find that this poem is speaking about receiving. About us needing to be open to receiving and um, needing to be open to noticing and to witnessing. And when we open our eyes, we notice that there is so many miracles that we are receiving right this moment. And sometimes it can be as simple as your breath, as your beating heart. So thank you for being here with me today. I would love to hear your takeaway from this. I would love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. Hello, so it's me again. I just wanted to wrap up this episode and just hear from you and... If you enjoyed this, please reach out, let me know and I also want to extend an invitation to you because you've been here, you listened to this episode and um, if you listen all the way here, then I'm assuming you really enjoyed yourself and you will be checking in with uh, the next two parts of this training and I want to extend an invitation if this resonated with you, if you are someone who would like to receive support and help when it comes to receiving, when it comes to overcoming insecurities, fears, emotional wounds, then get in touch with me because part of this training um, for the next few days, you get discount for Emotional Alchemy, which is my incredible self-study program that you can take part in, or you can book yourself in for a uh, consultation. If you would like to get more clarity, if you're perhaps not sure where you would like to or what you would like to focus next and you know like there is more to life, you have this feeling, you have this calling that you would like to experience more and you want to feel more present and more receptive to the miracles that life's got to offer, I invite you to book a session with myself. Let's start with the consultation or perhaps if you already know like oh my goodness I want more of this I want to be in this energy for way longer I want to open myself up to receiving help like never ever before then I suggest that you inquire about my three months packages that's such a great way to start working with me I have many women who then end up extending it because they want more of it it's not because there are more problems but it's more like it actually feels so good to have that support to be working on yourself in such an intuitive feminine divine way so if any of this is resonating reach out i'll simply share the details with you and if if you just want to share your feedback for this episode or for the training then reach out as well thank you and have an incredible day Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave me a 5-star iTunes review, follow my podcast on Spotify, share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. If you would like to receive more free content on feminine empowerment, radiance and inner glow, then make sure you join my Facebook community called New Earth Women. It is filled with beautiful rituals, live trainings, emotional freedom, tapping sessions, meditations, and more. The link is the description box. You can also follow me on Instagram at newearthwoman. And if you are interested in working with me, then check out the description box for all the links. Thank you.